Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Sports Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. And joining me, as always, is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. I feel like there's an extra person here. Uh, you, you That extra person is the silence left by there not being an extra person. Right. Jordan's <laughs> gone. Jordan is not here. Yeah, yeah. So, and also not dead, question mark? Yeah. Well, I mean, anytime Jordan's not here, we usually have to question whether or not he's still alive. Yeah, I mean, I remember last week him saying he wasn't going to be able to make the podcast this week. Yeah. That doesn't mean he didn't have something horrible yeah. happen it's to him. It's entirely possible that he was planning to miss the podcast. But still die. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we just haven't gotten word yet. Because it's not like the week that you die, everything yeah. is in perfect order. What if What if his plan was to visit North Korea, and that's why he couldn't come to the oh, podcast? Oh, shoot, yeah. And he was thrown into a coma. Oh, no, Otto. Yeah. That's sad. You just brought up something sad, now I'm sad. Well... I mean, it's sad. It's a great way to start a sports comedy podcast. Here's the thing, Phil. Nobody likes warm beer. I uh, don't like that joke. Nope. I don't care for it one (laughs) bit. So what do we got on the show today? Oh, well, we got all sorts of good stuff in the show today. Uh, We're going to have old favorite Nat Spigman on. Oh, the uh, CEO of Clune. Yes, absolutely. He's going to tell us about Clune Arena. Oh, okay. Which is it's a it's a new minor league hockey arena Usually going up his in the Bay Area. Focus is on on tech or, or new right, things, exactly. And it's still on tech, but I guess uh, he he has wanted to build like his own stadium that would incorporate all of the aesthetic uh, preferences of the Clune user. As I he put it. see. Okay, that's so, smart. So kind he's, of like the way that Amazon is buying Whole Foods. Yeah. So exactly. He's branching out and he's going to walk us through this new arena that he's putting together. Right. Uh, after reading, I guess, about the Atlanta Hawks are putting together their Oh, arena. yeah. They've it's got a it. nightclub and a barber shop inside yeah. of their stadium. That's Which crazy. Is interesting. But That's I think crazy. that fits. I mean, Atlanta's, you know, like... Uh, like a hip happening city. Yeah, so, so you got to get your hair cut and you've got to dance. Sure. Okay. Those are things that happen in hip happening cities. Uh, oh, and Joel, do we have a wide world of weird sports? I'm reasonably certain that this week we do not, in fact, have a wide world of sports. That uh, that's incorrect. I'm afraid you lose. We do have okay. a wide world of weird sports. Okay. Let me tell you, it's weird, it's wide, and it is of sports. Yeah, and in it's, the world, it's worldwide. Yeah, yeah it's in the uh, world. Well, we'll also have a news, news, news. Okay. Before that. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Mentos, feel the rush in your mouth. Tim Tebow is failing up. Fail- isn't that kind of just the theme of his life? Uh, Well, no, kind of. Tim. I mean, that's that's not entirely fair. Tim Tebow was wildly successful as a college quarterback. I see. He, All right. then he was somewhat yeah. successful for a brief period as a po- pro quarterback, despite... Right. Not being particularly good himself. Yeah, he just yeah. had like a handful of lucky games, right? Kind of. He he played in a team with a really superb defense, and he sort of managed to to be capable in the right moments, uh, which everyone anyway. Neither here nor there. Okay. Uh, but now Tim Tebow, as you might remember, playing baseball. Yeah, in the and, minor leagues. Yeah, in the minor leagues, he was in low A ball for the New York Mets, mm-hmm. uh, and was not doing particularly well. Right. Uh, you know, hitting. Uh, like two two twenty something. Yikes! In baseball parlance, is not that good. No, it doesn't sound like, especially yeah. on that low of a level. But uh, at that point, he's playing with like twelve year olds, right? Yeah. <laughs> if he's in the once, low minors, once once they leave little league, they go to low A. Right. Low <laughs> yeah. low A is like the all star game for little league, right? Yeah. You draft okay. the the major league baseball drafts middle schoolers. There we go. <laughs> yeah, and then develops their talents. 
Uh, on Tuesday, the nation's most famous low, this is last Tuesday, mm -hmm. low A baseball player Tim Tebow was promoted to the New York Mets high A affiliate in Port St. Port St. Port St. Lucie. Is it Port St. Lucie? Port St. Lucie. Yeah. Or Lucie? No, it's not in Italy. Yeah. Port St. Port St. Lucie. Uh, it almost goes without saying that the move likely had less to do with baseball and more to do with marketing and selling tickets. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. So Absolutely. you're telling me that Tim Tebow selling out all of those games means that they want to make more money by moving him to bigger stadiums? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. What? I thought that sports was about the sports, not about money. So, yeah. So, so uh, reading from 538.com. Uh, right. Tim uh, Tebow's Nate resume. Nate Silver, right? Yeah, Nate Silver. Boo. Lovely, I'm a big one. No, you don't like Nate Silver? Yeah, Nate Silver said Hillary was going to win. Nate Silver and almost every other pollster said Hillary yeah, was going to win. Yeah, and you know what? I say boo to pollsters. Fake news. <laughs> That's terrible. Yep. He said Hillary was most likely going to win. Yeah. But he also he, he was wrong. qualified it with percentages. He gave her like a 70% chance to win in his yeah. last prediction. Yeah. Well, guess what? There was a 100% chance that Donald Trump was going to win because that's what happened. There wasn't. Okay. You know what? We're we're about to get into a conversation about percentages. And, and this is a sports podcast. Possibilities. Got it. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Much as I'd love to nerd out with, with you uh, on probability. Percentages, bro. Yeah. Uh, in 64 games, he posted a 648 OPS. OPS stands for on base Ops. percentage plus okay. slugging percentage. Okay. 648. It's not very good. Okay. Especially for a left fielder who's of questionable uh, defense. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Uh, baseball perspective keeps detailed numbers in the low A leagues going back to 2005. They track everything from slugging percentage to fielding runs above average and total it all into a minor league version of wins above replacement. I'm not going to explain to you what that is, Phil. This is dry. Yeah, it would which take is too actually long. also the new tagline for the MLB. Yeah, this is dry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I was listening to NPR this morning? Speaking of dry, yeah, and they said the average age for a baseball viewer on television is 60. Yeah, that's old. Oh, it's not good. <laughs> no, that's it's, terrible. It's, it's a sport that is dying in many ways. Yeah, uh, which is sad to me, but. I'm going to show you a little graph here, which uh, Tim Tebow's play does not look promotion worthy. Number of left fielders who played in low A and high A in the same year by wins above replacement player gained as a non-pitcher. You don't care. 2005 nope. to 2017. I don't know if you can see this, but here they all are. Okay. And here's Tim Tebow very far on the left side of this graph. They're missing the point. He, I think uh, the if point you is. weighed it against player V salary. <laughs> over ticket sales that they cause he would be at the very top and it's a business and so he earns it you that you way. are absolutely correct but that's yeah. not going to stop those stat heads at 538 from really nailing they, down what they have to start doing is they have to start uh hiring people to sports based on twitter followers <laughs> so if they do that they'll sell so many tickets it'll be like rock and jock every week yeah i don't I don't think I like that idea at all, Phil. Why? Because I actually it's watch It's about making money, Joel. It's about making spinach, Joel. Well, here's the thing, Phil. You could argue that you have a much stickier and more loyal audience than the people who watch based on the, the exceptional uh, sporting stuff as opposed to the the flip and and fast to move on uh, Twitter fans who you might you might appeal to in you know momentarily by promoting flashy guys with with more twitter followers it's funny you say that because the average age of a baseball viewer is 60 <laughs>
So, yeah. yeah. How sticky is that? They're 60 and they're still watching baseball. Right. But then there's going to be no stickiness in 20 years when they're all like, "Uh, oh, baseball. And a a baseball. (laughs) News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil, but not Jordan. UFC fighter. News, news, news. UFC fighter poops her pants in the middle of a match and loses. Uh, that's two bad things. Yeah. Yeah. Subheadline, guess she got the crap kicked out of her. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Skibba-da-ba-ba-ba-da-ba. It's fly me to the moon. I wanted to go ahead and do that because I'm officially the one millionth person to make that joke. I believe it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it's not the first time it's happened. Remember when MMA fighter Travis Wolford lost control of his bowels and crapped all over himself during a devastating loss to Daniel Cooper back in 2015? I do not remember that. No. I don't remember that either. Um, I, th- I would assume that if someone was going to poop during a UFC bout, though, they would do it to like get out of an arm bar. Like, instead <laughs> of like tapping out. There's no way to get out go, of what does oh, it smell. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but no, this is apparently like the fight just kept going. Yeah. Uh, but then, so so she wasn't a hold, and she sort of got out of it. Fight kept going. But then a lot of people, especially on Twitter, noticed some sort of odd substance on the surface of the mat. Is it because she got, like, hit so hard that poop just fell out? No, I think, well, it's, she was in, like, a like a choke hold, and she was, oh. like, exerting herself, and she probably, like, lost control of her body. Oh, it's kind of like the last thing that happens after you die is you relieve yourself. Is it kind of like that? Yeah. Uh, I see. Like so the sphincter. I, I, I suspect uh, that's in that's in the same thing. But uh, but yeah. Uh, not only did she escape the hold, which no one expected, but she did go on to lose, despite once again crapping herself. You say despite crapping herself as if that's like an advantage, like Popeye eating a spinach. Like yeah. I'm so much lighter now that I'm like Rocky. I'm gonna be able to fight back. I, I assume that Rocky ended up winning in Rocky too because he got so much blood knocked out of him that he was lighter on his feet because all the blood was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Here's the funny thing. Rocky, not a terribly realistic, realistic portrayal of boxing. I thought you just had a stroke there for a second. I did. No, I kind of figured that uh, Rocky, uh, when, you, when you're that far behind, you don't come back very often. No. Also, usually boxers try not to get punched in the face. Yeah. Also, doesn't keep the hands up, just sort of like goes around with his hands like down down at like shoulder level and like away from his body. Yeah. Uh, And then just, you know, it looks like he mostly sort of leads with his face. So he gets punched a whole bunch so that he he can then punch him and it'll be like a dramatic back and forth. Right. Or when he was like, I didn't hear no bell. He, you know, he, you know, he heard a bell. Right. Yeah. He should have. Yeah. He's too concussed to hear a bell. That's right. the issue. Yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. If you were worried uh, that Justine Kish, uh, you know, was maybe going to be like terribly embarrassed about it. Nope. Don't be. Because yeah. you know what? She's a fucking pro. Yeah. This is something that happens. Sure. Uh, and she dealt with it. She tweeted not long after the fight. I'm a warrior and I will never quit. Hashtag shit happens. Yeah. There we go. Haha. Be back soon. Her PR team nailed it. <laughs> yeah. Nail because yes, you know that after indeed. that many hits, you're not going to think of something that clever. She uh, probably wanted to type. Yeah. So just so so here's a picture, Phil. 
All right. Listeners at home, I'm showing a picture to Phil. I don't see where the poop the poop is on the side. Those are just little poop splatters. That's yeah. not too much poop. It, well, no, nobody said it was too much poop, Phil. Yeah, it was but just really, like little little poop little <laughs> splatters. Little. Any amount of poop in a fight where you're being viewed by millions of different people, uh, probably more poop than you'd like. Right. But this is the thing, right? Is that if you see blood regularly in these matches, yeah, in a way, blood is grosser than poop. In a lot of ways. I don't agree with gro- that. Because blood is something that's on the inside of you that's never supposed to come out. <laughs> like, that's a, that belongs inside you always. But I would not call it grosser. I don't know. I'd I call don't... it like it's more disturbing when it makes an appearance. Maybe but... that's the word. Uh, like, it if also... there's blood on the mat, I'd be way lower like, ah, when it's poop, it's just like, ah, yeah. stay away from that. I, Put up a little yellow sign. I'm not sign. a doctor, but it looks, uh, it looks like it was a very liquidy poo. On, yeah. on her part like we're not talking like solid turds coming out here right uh which i suppose like you're probably not eating a ton of solid food before you go into a bout like oh that. yeah there's yeah. no way yeah it's probably like uh like smoothie like she's been drinking smoothies with protein powder in it yeah and it just kind of like came out as smoothie yeah with protein powder if i'm being completely honest what's happened to me joel don't be completely honest <laughs> never be completely honest we have one rule on the podcast yeah lie enough to make me comfortable (laughs) joining us now on the podcast our resident tech expert and the uh, founder and ceo of clune now i'm afraid you didn't say it properly oh i'm i'm so sorry i'm the founder ceo cto cfo cffo lmo and R-O-R-L of Clune. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anyone else working at Clune at this point? Not right now. <laughs> Not okay. at the moment because we had to downsize recently. Okay. But I will say that the company is still worth $2.5 billion wow. on paper. On paper. Didn't you say trillion dollars the last time you were on We here? had a little downsizing. <laughs> That's yeah. fine. We've gone through a lot of reorgs. Yeah. We've had to pivot the company a couple times, if you oh, remember. Oh, another pivot. We had to pivot the company. Yeah. Now, we are stadium builders. Oh, so this is... I thought this was like an offshoot of... I can't... I honestly can't remember what you were doing the last time you were on I this. can't either. I've gone through <laughs> so many iterations of the company. You know why we're always evolving? Yeah. yeah absolutely. Evolve or die. Yeah. As the uh, microbacteria said and way I, back in the day. I will notice. And now look, this microbacteria, full-fledged humans. Yeah. Same for Clune. And and everyone continues to be shocked by the fact that Clune is not dying. It's not dying. It's thriving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. All it's right. It's thriving. But look, you might have heard that the Atlanta Hawks built a stadium that's got a barber shop, a nightclub, and believe it or not, the sales of nachos happening during basketball games. Yeah. Well, I mean... I would definitely believe the sale of nachos. And a barber shop and hot dogs. Yeah, hot dogs also. I mean, the barber shop and a nightclub. Yeah. And Coca-Cola products. Yep, of course. Because it's Atlanta. It's in Atlanta. I assume that there's no Pepsi products anywhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, Well, that's why I am getting into the stadium building business. Do you know how much stadiums cost? uh, They're very expensive. I'm not finished budgeting yet, but it's got to be hundreds of millions of dollars, right? Yeah, it's hundreds of millions of dollars. So my concept which I'm going to start shopping around to basketball teams, is going to be a beautiful stadium. And guess what features it's going to have? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing a lot of, like, hip tech features. It is going to have a swimming pool. Ooh! Yeah. Kind of like the, the baseball stadium in Arizona has got, like, a little pool. Clothing optional. A nude swimming pool. Uh, yeah. 
That's right. Would you be able to see the game from this pool? I have trouble understanding how you could both allow people to watch the oh, game. Oh, there's while- not going to be room for a game. But guess what? It's also going to have a sushi bar with world-renowned chef Hero from Hero Dreams of Sushi. Wow. Uh, I mean, that's a big get. Have it's you a talked huge to him? get. No, but money talks and bullshit walks, and I'm not full of bullshit, so I'm staying right where I am. Did you watch Hero Dreams of Sushi? Because I think they sort of established that he definitely could be making more money and has opted not I to. I saw a trailer, yeah. and it looked fantastic. Right. I'm sorry, but uh, you, you did that thing again where you blew right bas- past the piece of information that I find to be most relevant, and that is that there's not That be- is the swimming pool clothing nope, not, option. Not the clothing option swim- swimming pool, though there's there's plenty to dig into that. You there's said- going to be a Radio Shack. <laughs> radio Shack's going out of business. If you need to pick up extra cords or dongles, you can <laughs> while you're enjoying a beautiful basketball stadium. Yeah, enjoying the stadium. But did you say that there's not going to be room for the game? There's no way in a design <laughs> like mine you could possibly fit. I mean, it's going to fit 100,000 people. Yeah. Where's there going to be room to watch basketball? I mean, usually right in the middle. Oh, but get this. It's going to be beautiful. There's going to be little monitors on the backs of the seats in front of you, airplane style, where you can watch any game from history you want. I mean... And that does sound nice, but here's the thing, Nat. I think most people, when they go to a basketball stadium, want margaritas. And guess what? Yard margaritas, <laughs> just like you can get in New Orleans, yeah, gonna be there. Love, uh, Full lovely. yard, long straw. Takes a lot of sucking to get it up that straw. <laughs> That's, uh, and again, yeah, that, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, sounds, you sounds get like it. a lovely idea, but... I think most people, I mean, that's the thing. The, the difference between, like, say, a basketball stadium and, I don't know, like a margarita bar is that there's a game of basketball being played there. I mean, as great as I think it is that you can watch any basketball game, I think most people come to specifically watch Joel, the game that's Joel, being played that evening. Joel, you're thinking in the past, all right? I am tech forward, all right? In case you didn't hear, I'm also the CTO of Clue. Yeah, yeah no, you did mention that. Yeah, that's right. Chief Technology Originator. Uh, you've changed it up, not Officer yeah, Originator. that's right. I'm the Originator. And that's... You know what? People in the future, they're not going to want to watch people playing people games. They're going to want on-demand games uh, with touchpads. Again, and, and here's the thing. I'm absolutely going to have to agree that you have definitely revolutionized the basketball stadium Thank by, you. by removing basketball from it. You know what? There's also, instead of vendors selling cotton candy, they're going to be selling pharmaceuticals. Uh, That's right. We're going to have pharmacists walking up and down the aisles to give you anything you want. I'm pretty sure that's not legal, Matt. They are. It is with a prescription. We're Uh, also going to have doctors walking right in front of them, handing out prescriptions. Okay. Uh... Yeah, and, I, and I'm 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 pretty sure that's not legal either. That's efficient, right there. No, that's that's all imagine lovely. this. All right, your knee hurts. You go to a basketball game. You can watch any basketball game you want on a monitor. You go, oh, my knee hurts. Doctor comes up, says, well, what you, what's happening? You go, my knee hurts, and they're like, oh, guess what? We're gonna have morphine coming at you right now. Snap the fingers. Up comes the pharmacist, gives you some morphine. Uh, legal. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Uh. I mean, here it's it. There's so many aspects of your basketball stadium that are sort of troubling. That like the yard margaritas and easy to get high grade pharmaceuticals. I mean, it sounds like I'm, again, uh, it just to me, it gives at this point, it sounds like a lovely facility. 
But I don't know that you could call it a basketball it stadium. It is, though. It is because it's going to be made out of an old basketball stadium. Look, the, the team is going to play in a gym somewhere, and they'll record <laughs> it so you can put it on the touchscreen. Right? They'll be able to shoot all the games in a day if they want for a whole season. I don't think it's at all yeah, they safe can. for them to play they an can. entire they can season play of basketball season. in one day. They can just do a back-to-back. They can get more people on the team. So they can just be constantly playing back-to-back. That, that you can team do. A can rest while Team B plays and vice versa. You switch on and off. Then everyone gets to spend more time with their family. They get to go home. Look, Joel, <laughs> you're thinking in the past, all right? I, this I, is also going to be a butterfly sanctuary. <laughs> the whole stadium <laughs> There's going to be beautiful butterflies floating around, landing on your nose, giving you butterfly kisses. Uh, okay. Clune. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lovely thought, Nat. But again, I really have trouble, I mean, seeing how, I mean, again, don't you think a lot of people are like, hey, can we just go to the gymnasium and watch the basketball? Like, Why, why? would they, Joel, Joel, you're thinking, you're thinking so 1910. People like when people watching watch. sports live. Not 1910, like presently. They still Look, do. Joel, Joel, Joel. Let me tell you how I got the inspiration for this, all right? I was on an airplane. <laughs> Saw a guy ahead of me. He's watching sports on that little monitor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, uh, hey, guy. Hey, you. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> then after a while, he took off his headphones and went, are you talking to me? And I said, yes, I am. <laughs> CEO, CTO of Clune. And he That's said, what's you- that? And I go, okay. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you're watching sports on a monitor. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather watch it live? And he said, I'm on an airplane. <laughs> and that's when the spark of inspiration came. He'd rather watch it on the airplane. That's. I don't think that's at all. What that's he said. exactly what he said. Not, I'm on I an think airplane. You're misinterpreting. I yeah, think and he, he that to me that says, hey man, why would I watch it live when I can watch it on an airplane? I think he said just the opposite. I think it's like, of course I'd like to see it live, but unfortunately I'm currently on an airplane and un- he did not to. clarify. <laughs> he didn't. But I think but most I kind of see where you're coming would from. Understand now. from context. And here's the other thing: like all of what you're describing sounds great, but it also sounds like isn't this something you could do from home? I mean, not with a full African safari zoo. <laughs> no, in there. You're right. But like, it sounds like with the African safari zoo and the butterfly sanctuary, you just you have a zoo, and yeah, you can make margaritas at home. You can watch any basketball game at home. You can get high grade pharmaceuticals at home. Oh, you know what? I just got a Snapchat. The company just pivoted. Wait, what? Yeah, the company just uh, just now it pivoted. Just now, yeah. And I despite got a Snapchat. the fact that you're the only employee and the CEO, CTO, and a bunch of other things, you found out via Snapchat. No, I snapped myself. You snapped yourself. Yeah. Because I just realized that I was building a zoo. <laughs> when, you, when you said it, it yeah. made me have a spark of genius. Well, a zoo with yard and margaritas. I said, I'm building a zoo. Yeah. yeah. So, so what have you pivoted to? Well, now I've got a great idea, all right? What's that? Shoelaces for polar bears. <laughs> Boy, silly me thinking you were going to say zoo construction. Nope. <laughs> Shoelaces for polar bears. Look, polar bears, you never see them wearing shoes. Why? Yeah. No laces. <laughs> no laces. <laughs> I Shoelaces mean, for polar bears. So are you logic, ready to invest? Uh, it's no, a $2.5 billion I'm really company. I'm, I'm not ready to invest. Not ready to invest not yet? Not at a $2.5 billion Well, if you dollar know valuation. any angel investors, send them the way of Clune. I will not do that. But Nat thanks for coming Spigman. on the show, Nat. You're welcome. 
And now it's time for another wide world of the Weird Sports! Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports, the 10 strangest athlete endorsements, part one. Oh. That's right. It's a top 10 list, and we're going to be breaking down five through s- 10 through six. 10 through six. Ten through oh, six so tune more. in next week. Yep. Though that'll be odd. I won't be here, and Jordan will. Yeah, that's why I wanted to do it. So he's he's not going to have the context of any of the first five. That's fine. You know. Meanwhile, what? I'm going to be left hanging until the publication of our podcast as to what the remaining five are. Well, you could look it up on Complex because Complex.com is where I got this article. Don't tell me that, Phil. Don't um, tell the viewers or the listeners that it's too complex to figure out how to get to this <laughs> website. That's why they call it that. Okay. It's encrypted. It's hard to find. It's on the dark okay. net. Drum roll. Give me number ten. Uh, do you want me to read the intro to it first? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. All right. Athlete endorsements have been around for decades as companies have tabbed megastars to pitch and lend credibility in order to reach a specific audience and hopefully make some cash. Well yeah. written, right? Yeah. But not all endorsements are created equal. <laughs> some products don't seem to require an athlete endorsement from a brand standpoint. Others appear to be an Awkward marriage. This is such an awesome fucking listicle intro. Right? This guy deserves... There should be some sort of award for listicle writing. Right? Oh, I should have said this is by Chris Gain. G-A-I-N-E. So so apparently Garth Brooks... Yeah, it's Garth Brooks' alter (laughs) ego wrote this. It's not been doing so well. It's using his alter ego, but to write listicles for complex. No, it's Chris Gain, so it's Garth Brook. It's his alter ego. (laughs) Yeah. Some dot, dot, dot... Well, they're just downright bizarre. Oh, I bet we're going to hear some of those. Uh, But in the end, money always talks. Mm. There's a little bit of all of these lists, uh, all of this list of the 10 strangest athletes endorsements. Uh, Prepare to be either reminded uh, or amazed at how some athletes align themselves with companies and products they otherwise had no business partnering with. Ended that sentence with a preposition. But we're guessing it was all worth it once that check cleared. Oh, Chris Gain really loves money. Yeah, and, and Chris Gain really sticking it to the athletes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Number ten, LeBron James for little tykes. Little tykes. LeBron. LeBron James endorsed children. Uh, yeah, little Just tykes. Toddlers yeah. in general. Now, little tykes is a popular kids' brand of toy oh, for preschoolers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. King James is one of the richest men in the world, thanks to endorsements from Nike, Coca Cola, Kia, and. Dot, 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 little tykes? <laughs> yeah, apparently James, he actually did write, yeah, comma, apparently James, has some type of deal with the children's toy company. There's no information on specific on a specific endorsement deal, but the company's website has a LeBron James Family Foundation collection, and this includes a LeBron little tykes hoop, trampoline, and toy chest. Yeah, I was actually, I mean... We were aware of this here at the Sports 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 Podcast because right. one of our, our our sponsorships is all the things that LeBron James sponsors. Right, which today. Is, happens to be Little Tykes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Little Tykes included on that list. Yeah, it seems everyone wants a piece of the king. Right. That's how he got out of that section was writing that as the right. final line. Uh, Tom Brady for Uggs. Yeah. Yeah, you remember that one? No, it's uh, and here's the thing. I I've made a lot of fun of Tom Brady for 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 being an Uggs endorser, but he just keeps winning. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. He shows me. Uh, this is the one that Brady haters love to bring up. Oh, right. See, your quarterback wears Uggs. Yep. 
is really the only defense Jets fans have for Patriots fans mocking their otherwise dreary existence. Ooh, giving it to Jets fans. Snap, Chris Gain. Uh, and it's not entirely an invalid insult either. Brady has been under contract with Ugg since 2010. Woo. But said he's been wearing Ugg slippers since his early teens. Wow. Yeah, that's well, early day. Well, he is day. from California, so. Yeah, that's true. Hippies. He also said they're the only shoes Gazelle or G- Gisela or Giselle, Giselle Boonchin uh, lets uh, him wear yeah, around more the like house. Gazelle. Right. You ever seen when she sees a lion? <laughs> she just right. like, she hops just around. Running, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brady's got more than one week before he can trade in those Uggs for some cleats back when this was written, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that line really freaked me out. He said they're the only shoes uh, Giselle lets him wear around the house. That's weird. That is weird. Yeah. She... He's I mean, a big star. Why is he? Why is he taking? I that don't shit? wear shoes around the house. Gross. <laughs> uh, Tony Siragusa for depends. Oh, yeah. Tony Siragusa is not that old. He is quite yeah. fat. Yeah, and always has been. Yeah, it's a little weird. The picture they have is weird. Actually, if you go to the complex website that has this too, you can watch all the videos. I watch them. <laughs> the, the 12-year NFL vet and former Fox broadcaster definitely isn't an A-list guy. But to be fair. Not too many star players will flock to be the face of an adult diaper ad campaign. Flock? You're telling me, bub. He's got goose in his name? There we go. God damn it, this Chris Gain is clever. He's good. Uh, Marketing adult diapers has got to be one of the toughest jobs in the world, so I guess you could do worse than getting a semi-recognizable name to overly emphasize how manly wearing Depends is. Yeah. I guess. I'm just, I'm, I always imagine these commercials and it's like, somebody steps out and they're like, oh, I wear Depends. And, I'm, and then all I can do is imagine, like, are you are you pooping right now? Yeah. Are you pooping right now? Yeah, especially now that they're like wearing the Depends, like barely there ones where they can't see it and they get like sexy older people. Ooh. Just be like, I'm wearing Depends. It's like, I don't want to think of attractive people pooping their pants. I mean, I don't want to think of anyone pooping their pants, regardless of their attractiveness. Maybe if they're a UFC fighter. (laughs) Uh, By the way, the word diaper is not mentioned once in this ad. What? That's probably in his contract. That's what they are. Yep. Uh, Number uh, seven, Ray Lewis sponsoring a Snuggie knockoff. (laughs) Yeah. Not even the real deal. Uh, When you think Ray Lewis, Syracuse's former teammate on the Ravens, you you probably... murderer never convicted there we go you'd probably think of one of the most ruthless hard-hitting linebackers to ever play the game oh that too yep if not that uh then it's probably how he plea bargained out of a murder charge yeah i didn't know any of this because i'm a sports outsider (laughs) yeah either way you're probably not thinking of the 13-time pro bowler as an avid fan of a blanket with sleeves but that's just what his rl52 clothing line sold in 2010 an rl52 brand snuggy look-alike yeah. Uh, on the article, there's actually a picture of Lewis and the Snuggie. It's hilarious. Allow me to be the curmudgeon on this one, but like, Jesus Christ, people. You can't just use a blanket. You really needed one with sleeves? Yeah. Have you ever used a Snuggie? Uh, no, and I never would. because It's good if you're drinking like a hot cocoa on a cold day. Yeah, but you just you pull the blanket up to your chin and you just put your arms around the side. Why and not make it, it easier? Why not have the sleeves? Why pay extra for a blanket with sleeves? When Snuggies you are cheap, man. They're cheaper than most blankets. Trust me. Well, then they're probably made of like flimsy material. I'd rather yeah. get a good blanket. Okay. All right. Do your thing. For my money. Fair. 
Uh, number six in the final one of part one. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson for Extends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a classic. I was wondering when we were going to get to this one. I would have thought this would have been in next week's. It what might have five been. are going to top Jimmy Johnson? Oh, just you wait. Uh, the following situation has happened to the best of us. You're watching TV with your mom, yep. right? Maybe a Tim Allen movie or something. Why did he write that? That's weird. Uh, you're having a good time. None of it's a Tim Allen movie. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, Jimmy Johnson's Extends commercial comes on. Welcome to the most awkward 30 seconds of your life. Jim, uh, Tim Allen was in that one movie that was like a like a Star Trek thing. Like as a oh, comedy. yeah, Galaxy Quest. That yeah, was that good. that was a good movie. I like Galaxy Quest. Never yeah. mind. I take it back. Uh, the Johnson Extends ads were cringeworthy. Legends like Johnson shouldn't have to stoop to selling natural male enhancement pills to make a couple bucks. Toy Story is a Tim Allen movie. Oh, that's true. Well, I never count animated because it really could have been anyone. Like Buzz it, Lightyear, you didn't need Tim Allen for that. He was good as Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, but anyone's good. I don't want to, like, I'm not a big Tim Allen fan. Uh, I've heard rumors that he's a pretty terrible person. Yeah. But, he did, loves you know, the cocaine. Credit where credit's due. Sure. But also, Extend settled a class action false advertising suit in 2010. Mm. So for all you Extends users, sorry. Is Home Improvement a movie? And that brings it on to another wide world of a weird, weird sport! <laughs> Citizens of Podcastville, this brings to a close another sports sports podcast. But before we go, Nat Spigman is going to give you our contact information. Hey guys, I could have sworn it was Podcast Town, not Podcastville. <laughs> Doing something different because Jordan's I'll go not here. on anyways. All right. Well, you can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. That's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. While you're there, make sure to follow Nat Spigman too to get all the hottest investment and tech tips. <laughs> you can also find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. That's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. You know, I came up with Facebook. D did you at the same time yeah i mean i didn't actually code it and release it you but i was thinking about it at the same time yeah that mark zuckerberg did sure i'll buy that that could have been me yeah but it yeah. wasn't no it wasn't <laughs> or you can find all of the back episodes at soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast at soundcloud.com slash sports the number three podcast and while you're there make sure to follow my podcast uh spiggy spigman's spigman hour where you're going to hear all of the top interviews with all of the top people in tech. My first episode, my old partner that I had to fire last week. It's very sad. Yeah. Fired him on the podcast. What's his name? Uh, his name was Jack Spigman. It was my brother. Oh, boy, that's rough. Yeah, for him. Hey, guys. Just me. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this is a little embarrassing, Phil, but, uh, but God, this was just a really intense podcast. Oh, yeah? Yeah, uh, and I was just podcasting so hard that I um, I lost control of my bowels. Oh, you pooped. So I, I pooped, no. pooped, pooped in the studio, studio, studio. Oh, janitor. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.